All right, guys, welcome to another episode of At the Table by Urban Forex. My name is Naveen Prithiani, and today we have a topic about emotions while trading, specifically talking about when you activate a trade, how your emotions can get riled up. So I've invited some of the regulars to the panels. So here with me today tuning in is uh, Lucas Han. Lucas, if you can just give us a little background about yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Lucas Han, and I'm tuning in. I'm from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and uh, yeah, I'm one of the prop traders um, in Urban Forex, and yeah, nice to see everyone here. Awesome, awesome. We also have uh, Ian Scarrett uh, tuning in. Ian? Hey, hey everybody. Uh, just I'm tuning in from uh, east coast of Australia. I'm also on the prop firm with Lucas. Uh, just thought I'd stay up a bit late and talk some emotions with all you fine gentlemen here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what it's all about today. We also have uh, Dr. Operations of Urban Forex. Uh, we have Armo in the house. Armo, if you can introduce yourself. Hello, uh, I'm Armo and I'm tuning in from Thailand. And yeah, I run operations and I make sure everyone's happy, both on the team and all the students. And especially for this webinar, I have my tissues ready because it's going to be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of our listeners are, are probably at this point ready to to have tissues ready like every episode is like oh no what are they going to tell me what's wrong with me now like, <laughs> all right all right so so to start off with um let's start off with a couple of announcements i wanted to make actually one major announcement i wanted to make so today we had released episode four of um let's take a minute and everyone's favorite character, Raju. So that one's been released today. You're able to now watch it on uh, our channel on YouTube or on IGTV on Instagram uh, or on our Facebook page. So, uh, you know, you can head out there and look into that. It is now available. People were very happy with Raju with an R being back. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people saying that, uh, but loads and loads of people are also sharing it with uh, with all their friends. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very surprised by the happen. number of comments on that thing. Like, it just, just keeps coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's probably more popular than you are. Yeah, I, I, I can feel that. I can feel that. Like, I, I'm like, I'm going to have to find a way to kill Raju so I can I can live on. I think we get more questions on the support side from asking about Raju nowadays. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. well. <laughs> He's definitely a lot more popular than I am. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of Raju, like, what made you came up with, with this character in the first place? Like, how did it all came about? If you're asking if it's if it's my alter ego or my you know split personality, no, that's not the answer. Like, it's <laughs> so it, it was um, sometimes uh, last year, uh, you know, early times of COVID is when I actually you know was talking with Armo about it that everything that I tune into online is very gloomy and sad and everything like that. Like, and I'm watching my friends and family members also around me during the times of COVID, everyone was just down, constantly down. And the whole topic on their mouth was, when is this going to end? I hate this. I hate that. So it's like, even watching TV shows, it was quite boring because it was very serious and every episode sort of like spinned off into COVID. So I wanted to switch things up a little bit wanted to make a character that we can all laugh at or upon, you know, it's me, it's fine for me. And, and I wanted to bring a character we can all relate to. 
because every episode that we make, we're on episode four now, but every episode that we make sort of has this message to it of how what traders actually go through and what they experience uh, in a more comical way, in a more comical way. So that's how Raju came about and uh, the accent and all that just just think uh, I had that in me anyways, because I think when I was younger, I had that accent. So it just probably just came right out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think well, it, a lot of people recognize certain aspects of the mistakes Raju makes, certainly for me personally, even, you know, the one with the stop loss, I'm, you know, guilty of that at least once or twice in my life. So mm. I think uh, it jives really well with people. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great character to relate to and uh, show his journey that he's going through as a trader. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, episode four is out. So if you have a chance, uh, do have a look. Um, it is available again on YouTube and on IGTV if you're on Instagram, also on Facebook. So you can <laughs> pick up on that. So yeah, uh, it is me being goofy and being uh, nutty. Um, you're not afraid of your image? Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, I get this a lot. I've seen a few comments also saying, Naveen, you shouldn't do stuff like this. It doesn't suit you and stuff like that. Um, the, the thing is, I don't have a problem with that personally. You know, many mentors in the Forex industry, their whole focus is I got to look cool. I got to look cool. I got to look serious. I started the whole urban Forex, you know, back in uh, 2009 with the whole idea of, of finance is way too serious and hence the the ability to simplify things, bring it in a more fun and more comical way is is what, you know, it's all about. So, and I'm very comfortable in my own skin that I have nothing to prove. So, you know, if, I, if you know, people laugh at that and or at me, that's fine. Like, I'm very okay with that. Um, my whole thing is not to show who I am, but to give you a better experience, right? Give the audience a better experience in their education, in their learning, in their process. And that automatically makes me the teacher or the mentor I am. You know? And a so, few good laughs, right? And a few good laughs, a few good laughs. I, I personally have a good time doing it. So the, <laughs> the last episode, I did like 40 takes on one of the scenes. <laughs> and because the person recording kept giggling the whole time when, when they were recording it, and I couldn't stop laughing, looking at them laughing, and it just, it just took forever to record. So uh, it was a lot of fun, lots of fun. So, but it, I think it was all about it. It was really good. I think so too. I think so too. Um, you know, I, I always relate to the feedback and comments once the audience watches it and uh, replies back and, and that basically shows me, you know, if it's well received or not. Um, so yeah, I think it is. We get lots lots of great comments from the Raju videos. They're always excited whenever a new one's released. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So but but I I hope the message is taken away to don't be a Raju. <laughs> like like yeah. he's not the icon to become. He's an icon not to become. Like <laughs> yeah, don't make those mistakes. Yeah, Skip yeah. them if you can. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, there you have it. That's the announcement I wanted to make for Raju. Episode four, it is out now. So talking about uh, emotions. Um. So so in in this latest episode that I made with Raju, I I wanted to show um specifically for this podcast uh, and this webinar I, I wanted to show this notion of you can come well prepared you can have all the right mindsets you can do your affirmations in the morning you can do your meditations you can say i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do this and then the moment you activate the trade it's like you're no longer the same person anymore 
you lose all, all hell control. breaks loose all hell breaks loose there you go yeah so i wanted to show that in the episode and i wanted to now talk about it with you guys is how do you guys relate to something like that what is your experiences um as traders that you have been started your journey for a long time ago what have you experienced with this um lucas we'll start it off with you sure well i can take it a step back and you know before even getting in on the trade itself this is speaking from my own experience sometimes you know, I feel that I'm entitled to have winning trades mm. just because, you know, I've gone through so many years of training, um, you know, going on a demo account, trading good results there, you know, doing my research with all that work behind me. You know, I feel that I deserve the, the win that um, the next trade is going to, you know, be a winning trade. And sometimes that puts me in a bad psychological spot because my focus and attention all suddenly becomes i just want to win whatever the cost and uh you know that kind of mindset usually backfires and yeah that, that's something i still deal with from time to time mm. um you know on an emotional level so basically yeah that's one interesting emotion that you know i've recently encountered um that uh i'm sure some of you guys may feel the same way but but when when you like for example when you were first what, like let's let's put it this way when you started to deal with these emotions that came in once you activated the trade how long was it before you started noticing hey i'm going on tilt whenever the trade starts like does it take a long time to reach that point did it take a long at least for you did it take a long time to start uh, saying like sort of like looking at yourself as a bird's eye view is like what am i doing or did it uh, did it naturally come to you on trade one, trade three, and you always knew it, but you never acted upon it? I think it, I think it depends on how good the read is and how good the preparation is. If okay. the preparation is, you know, absolute then all I'm thinking about is just trying to get a winning trade in. Yeah. As soon as I put on the trade, yeah. I'm going to be thinking to myself, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. I don't think this is going to work out well for me. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, Ian, what about you? What, what's your experience with uh, trading and emotions and uh, all the baggage that comes with it, I guess? Baggage, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll go back to uh, kind of what you, you brought up to begin with. Like, I think sometimes it's overlooked, like when you actually enter, when you actually get into the trade. And, and even after I learned to do all the proper, like the prep, like, okay, I meditate, I did all my research and stuff. But sometimes, you know, like when you get into a trade, it'll either, there's two scenarios. You could have something come against you really hard, or you could have a trade that just blasts off in your favor really hard. Either way, they invoke emotions in you. Uh, and a lot of time that might cause you to, oh, I'm gonna scratch that trade early. I'm gonna cut my profit short, you know, because it's emotions that um, dictate you how you manage. So, yeah. yeah, so I learned, I think through time that in your plan, it's important to have multiple scenarios like planned out inside your plan, if you know what I mean. It's like, it could do this, but what am I gonna do? It could do that, you right. know, what am I gonna do? And have that all in the back of your brain so it's like, you're not phased as much, you know, like when you see those, cause you're like, oh, I planned for that already. Would you say many people actually do that though? where they plan for the multiple scenarios because the excitement wow. of the opportunity is right there in front of them. Do they, do they have time to plan I, for scenarios? I, I probably not. I, uh Oh, 
Oh, from there the he beginning is. There is. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to give away like the golden key and uh, you know, the big boy stepped in. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I just did. Oh, that's golden, it. golden. I, that's exactly, you know, I, I agree with you right there. When, when you say the, the answer to all of that is <laughs> no but yeah so coming back to it sorry i think there was a little bit of a disconnect there so um uh so yeah would you say the scenarios people generally plan for and you know what what would you have to say around the scenarios i i mean speaking from personal experience i never did when i first started i do now i try and plan for it now but it's yeah. not something that you just naturally i think do you're right. like well I'm, I'm trading this direction. This is my plan. Right. Not many people like kind of like think about both scenarios or different scenarios. Yeah. They just have a one track mind. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very, Dude, very actually, difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. Lucas, you were saying? Yeah. I, I actually want to dig deeper into that topic. Let's say you do have a plan on different scenarios. Yeah. Um, and then let's say scenario A happens. For some reason, whatever emotions is kicking in and you're like, I think I'm better than the market. I think it's still going to work. I'm going to scratch this plan just this one time. Yeah. How, how do you counter stuff like that? I'm sure everyone goes through, you know, stuff like that, even though they have a plan from A to Z listed out. Well, th that was the whole point of this whole discussion, right? Is to find out that a person well prepared can be easily hijacked once the trade is on, right? Like the brain just gets like taken, you know, um, suddenly you feel out of control, so much out of control. I don't think anything's ever guaranteed or hundred percent, you know, with, well, with anything, even with trading. So I think you yeah. just got to do the best you can. Right. And, and then try and get better each time, make your plan a little better each time. And then I think you also learn from each experience, like, yeah. maybe you do that what lucas just said oh i'm gonna just do this this one time you know and maybe that doesn't work out then you learn from that you know right right i think, think about uh, that next time so armo you haven't said anything yet on this topic i'm, I'm guessing you don't have any of these issues right and you're like nah, this is just <laughs> prop traders you know this is their problem not mine i'm the you guy with the biggest tissue box here <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think you, you guys the, the one thing that I want to mention, it, it's like the classic of, uh, of emotions in trading. And I think everyone will recognize it. And you guys have kind of built up to it unknowingly mm -hmm. and it's negotiation. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't follow your plan or you don't have a plan and the market goes a little bit against you, you said, okay, yeah, you know, if it comes back to my entry, then I'll get <laughs> out of it because, mm -hmm. you know, at least then I don't have a losing trade. And then, you know, it reaches your entry. And okay, it can still work out now. And then it goes to some area and it's your target area. Well, it, it can go a little bit further, right? And then you, you suddenly you went from hope, you go to overconfidence and FOMO, and then the market crashes. Very similar to what, you know, happened to Raju basically. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah the negotiation, is, it's a set of different emotions and they all come into play in, in one trade. Absolutely, absolutely. And everyone will recognize. There's nothing much I can do about that, right? 
I'm Asian. Negotiation is in my blood. <laughs> it's, it's just part of the game, negotiation, right? Like, yeah, but but I will, I will, you know, in in the webinar that we're gonna do after this thing, I'm gonna be talking about uh, the negotiation process. So, you know, those of you guys tuning in from Spotify or iTunes or anything like that, and if you want to watch this webinar, it will be in the description, uh, the link to watch the recording uh, that we've done on on the webinar on trading with emotions. So I, I like how you say that, Armo, about the negotiation process. It's a very important thing because the negotiation is not set in analysis. It's sort of a something that just shows up in your mind and says, if it comes here, I'll exit. If it goes there, I'll take my profit. Like, it's just, why did that number come? It's just so random. You know, yeah. who, who made that number? Why did it come last minute? Why did the plan change last minute? It's... It's so crazy how the brain just gets so drifted so easily. Yeah, and then you don't even follow your, you know, your new plan. So you throw <laughs> if you had a plan, you throw it away. Now you have a new plan, and then you don't even follow that one. Like, yeah. what so, are you doing? So we need to start a new hashtag. You know, for for people who keep changing their plan, we need to call them hashtag forex planners. <laughs> it's like. It's like, it's like Today I'm gonna to trade forex. I'm gonna buy Euro USD, and then uh, actually I'm gonna buy Aussie USD. No, no, no. Swiss franc, Japanese yen. Yes. <laughs> so I think from from my personal experience, whenever I I look at a lot of the traders, um, there's so much knowledge out there. There's so much knowledge. Like uh, you know, I I can meet traders, and any topic I bring up they can quote things they can show me the pattern they can show it to me on charts they can give me a thousand examples behind it but when we sit down to do a trade and when i see them fumble between this to that to switching and flipping and flipping i'm like you know how to prepare you don't know how to execute you're not a trader yet okay you are just an educated person you're not a trader yet so and that's the whole game of trading. It's so difficult, right? What, what would you guys have to say about that? Emotions. It's a whole different game between knowing what to do and you know doing what actually needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and we we tend to forget why we're even doing this, right? It's like we get so caught up into learning, 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 learning that the whole focus goes on I want I want this trade to be right rather than you don't have to be right to constantly make money. The goal is to make money. It's not to be right. And I think there are two different uh, things that people don't yeah. uh, understand. But on the flip side of things, by going into trading, don't we learn more about ourselves, who we are as human beings, how our brains operate, how our lives are revolved around the way we think, not around what life is throwing at us. It's how we respond to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's get, really cool. You get an answer immediately to what to every action you take. You get an answer immediately, and then that shows you who you are and you know what you do and Absolutely. how you do it. Absolutely. You know. You know. We we can you know sit here and make quotes as well, saying the mother market will always do what it wants to do. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't care about you. You know. You can do what you want to do, and if you're in the wrong side, it'll just run over you. So trading is hard as is. Um, but by getting fidgety once the trade executes, um, it will only make things harder. And why this is fascinating and why this is an important topic is because there is this little misconception of if you're well prepared, 
you execute the trade and then you go off balance you go on tilt right like where your, your brain is hijacked and you can't focus anymore yeah. and then people just blame that on oh it's my psychology you know it's like me saying hey uh i didn't make money last month oh government <laughs> you know like i can sit here and complain all i want but i gotta work on it i gotta work on it i i can you know you can blame anything technically oh it says my table was uh pointed at the wrong direction like what <laughs> it's like focus on what you can control right isn't that some uh spiritual buddhist uh yes. kind of approach yes yes everything is in your hands at the end of the day um uh, and it's it's how you approach it that makes the difference so if you now recognize that once you take a trade and you're getting out of balance well then do something about it right like find help for it or monitor yourself and do something about it rather than saying oh i have a psychological issue you know people might start thinking you're crazy <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so i, yeah, I exactly. always do this you know like i always do this you know you can't you can't talk like that yeah, the first step is to recognize that you're going off balance. And I think even that first step is is often missed, but maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. And this is part of what's supposed to be in the webinar, actually. No, but no, but, the, but that is correct. That is correct. Is the the ability to identify that there's something yeah. wrong. That's the basis of any problem solving, right? First, yeah. identify there's an issue. If you identify it hard enough, you know that's where the problem lies. It's not your entry. It's not your trade management or your stop loss. It's the moment the trigger begins and a little movement in the market and the heart starts beating according to how fast the market moves. You know, it's like the market controls your heartbeat. It jumps <laughs> hard, your heart's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And the amount of hair you have in your head. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's uh, emotions in trading. It's an evil on its own. But a nice one. Yeah, if you can manage it, uh, it's know, fine. Yes. Yeah. I know one thing I used to do, like with my post analysis, is and like when I'm doing my all my my videos, is I, I I would used to record myself even while the trade was on. It's just kind of a little hack that worked for me. You can listen to yourself in the recording sometimes, even like once you enter the trade, and then look back on it um, um, when your emotions maybe aren't, you know, yeah. as as high, and yeah. kind of see, and you can recognize. You have a calm mind and you're like oh i didn't act so well there you know or i handled that better and uh, um just something to maybe try you know if that seems to be an issue yeah yeah absolutely i i, I want to point out one thing so a lot of you guys who are tuning in or who, who are those of you guys who are here live you might be wondering oh this is a newbie thing you know like this is for people who are just starting off in forex you know you know those monkeys who just begin no this is a problem for everybody and I'm going to tell you why. In my prop firm, we have a different level of psychological issue, okay? In, in the prop firm. So I'm going to say trader A and trader B, okay? So prop trader A, <laughs> he's, he's, you know, just for the sake of uh, a discrepancy and uh, hiding identities. <laughs> so I'm not hurting egos. <laughs> so trader A is on a call with me live. And we're talking about for example, Euro USD, and he's going through the plan and this and that. And he's like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do as a pullback comes in. And this is how I'm going to prepare. I will use this lot size. But if it comes down to here, I will increase my size. But if it crosses this area, I'll add, add, add. OK, so he's talking like that with me. Trader B 
suddenly puts up a post in our group saying, I just bought Swiss franc Japanese yen. That message pops up. While we are live with me and Trader A is live, we're talking, I can see on his screen, a pop-up notification comes up, says Trader B just took Swiss franc Japanese yen for a buy. I can notice live at that moment, the guy is distracted from that moment onwards. And he's like, maybe this will take a lot of time, my Euro USD. We should look at Swiss franc yen. <laughs> so this happens, this happens constantly, even at a professional level, even at a professional level, it's not a newbie thing. It's, it's actually a problem that even, you know, a certain level of professionals even go through. Um, because there is this tendency of, well, that guy's also pro. Maybe I should look at that. Why am I not on that one? You know, so yeah, Arnold, that's the right word, right? FOMO. The fear of missing out, and it happens at all levels, at all intellectual levels, at all professional levels as well. So that's something you can't get away with. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think a lot of the emotions that a, a trader deals with, whether before the trade, after the trade, during the trade, it usually is uh, the problem stems from external factors. Yes. You know, I, I need to do this so I can, for example. Um, be the top in the prop firm, pay the bills. I have seven losing streaks and I need to make this win. Otherwise I'll feel like for the rest of the week, you know, all external factors, you know, driving the emotions up and down. Right. I think right. they can change. They can change too from day to day. It's not like exactly. circumstances that surround your life, like just stay the same, like day in and day out. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it could be anything or maybe something else is bugging you that day. So it's, you know, you have a, yeah. emotions are more of a roller coaster. Now. I was actually yeah. talking to some some traders in the elite community about that, where we, we came to the conclusion that it's actually important to know in what kind of mood you are. So what your emotional state is before you even start to do your analysis. Yes. And based on on that fact, you can determine already how you're going to react to that moment when you, you know, pull the trigger and, and you're in a trade. Right, right. So Let's let's bring it down to this question. Next question, then, can it be turned off? No, Once you're dead. no. <laughs> you can't turn off emotions. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. So what's the answer to it? Do we just label it? Oh, psychological issue. I'm a moron. I can't do this. No, no. Answer? You just you have to be humble about it. You have to accept that emotions are there. Uh, and also, I'm using the word humble because Sophia in, in the chat just mentions it, and I thought it was nicely put. So thank you, Sophia. Um, so yeah, be humble about it, and then also realize that without emotions, you can't read the market. How will you read the story if you don't understand what emotions are and, and how other people get emotional? Because that's how the market works. Yes, and that is the basis of how all of our trades are are taken. Right? Now you guys are here from exactly. the prop firm. Then we look at the trapped areas where in the negotiation, when someone loses, isn't that our area of interest? Yeah. That's where all of our trades actually begin. So it's not just identifying the emotion. It's facing it head on and saying, how do I manage it? And then if you're good enough, turning that into an opportunity. That's what the market is. It is a combination of these three things. It is identifying where people slip up, how they're going to slip up, 
and where you come in on the other end, right? You're yeah. one step ahead. You're, you're, you're the one who has controlled his emotions, not eliminated it, but well managed. So you're saying we're coming each day into the markets, trying to take advantage when people are slipping up and you know, they're crying over their trades. Hey, I did my fair share of slipping up. Exactly. Like I've Haven't done we been my on the other side, plenty. Like if you're asking if I feel bad, oh, I do not feel bad. Like I, I, <laughs> I messed up so much in the beginning and it was not because I was messing up because why would anyone do that to me? Nobody knows me. I'm behind a computer screen. Nobody knows like, you know what? Today we're going to target Naveen and we're going to make sure we wipe him out. Like no one does that. Like <laughs> it, it's just a matter of, I don't know what I don't know. There's a lot of knowledge that goes behind trading well. Okay. There's a, a, a market knowledge. There's an economic knowledge. And then there's an, there's a psychological knowledge of how people would trade because the psychological part helps with timing helps you to time the market to get into a trade. So before we move on to the webinar, any uh, last inputs you guys want to share regarding uh, emotions and trading or any advice or any tips that you guys, that helped you guys? No, maybe I have, I have one more example of stuff that I, I did a lot in the past. And that's when I would, so I would be prepared for a trade and then I would miss the entry yeah. and I would go without me. And then I would be sitting there hoping it wouldn't work. So I wouldn't feel as bad, but actually that's worse because that would also mean that if it, then it doesn't work. That also means my analysis is wrong. So it's, it's useless from, from every angle. It's better to be very neutral about it and just think, okay, Mr. Now I'll prepare for next time, you know, get all angry and get some sort of revenge on the market because well, it doesn't do anything. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Any of you guys, Lucas in. Any inputs on or yeah. tips and tricks? Actually, yeah, I brought up being angry. Like, I think it's good to not like each day you trade, regardless if it's like a winning day or a losing day or whatever. Like if yeah. you're mad that day, don't take it into the next day. If you want to put it that way, like mm -hmm. just because your Euro USD trade today, you tried to sell it and it didn't work, you know, don't necessarily think it won't work the next day. Yeah. You know, if your analysis points to that, don't, and vice versa, right? It can be the same way. My EURUSD, man, it really worked well right. yesterday. It's got to work well today again. I don't even bother doing all that analysis. It's just going to keep going. <laughs> so like try, try to just kind of treat each, each day like a fresh day and try not to have right. too much recency bias. Absolutely. And we can even go far enough to say treat each session as a whole different thing, yeah. right? It's not even it's each true. day. It's each, each trade even really. Each trade, even each trade, honest. Absolutely, absolutely. So you should have no emotions or emotional baggage from the last trade coming on to the next one. And if that means you have to step away, then step away. If that means you have to sleep and let the day pass until the next day, then you do that. Hard to do sometimes. You sit there and watch a trader all day and it doesn't do nothing, and then yeah, and then it just goes without you in the middle of the night, and you're like, ah, that's it. I'm done with that pair. Yeah, and yeah. It's not really the right attitude, but I mean, I've been there. The, More the, than amount, of times. the amount of times I've received messages at 2.30 in the morning, my time from prop traders saying, everyone's making money. I'm not making money. I've picked the trades and they've all done the same trade as the one I've picked. Everyone's made money. I haven't made money. I need to talk to you. 
getting out of bed all right <laughs> give me five minutes i'll get online like <laughs> and and the issue is just out of fear that i've picked a good trade i won't get it because i didn't get it last time and i didn't get it the time before so i'm also going to miss it this time sometimes it's reversed i didn't get the last few times so they get in early it's crazy and these are professionals professionals right professionals go through the same problems as the average person because emotional intelligence is not something people normally train for so it you know those of you guys who are new and you guys are dealing with uh, emotional intelligence now deal with it immediately because if you don't deal with it now you're going to deal with it when you're a pro but you're going to have to deal with it start now start now that's the difference between a beginner and a pro like pros know how to deal with it immediately as it happens as it happens yeah it's like constant monitoring of what's in front of you, but also what's inside you. Like, that's, that's cool. I mean, when, when, when you think of it like that, that's pretty cool. Like an industry that forces you to sort of be spiritual. All right. I, I think that's pretty fascinating. It's like, I'm just looking at charts, but the, my charts have changed me. Teardrop. My charts are a better uh, person. I'm always a Kleenex for you. <laughs> yeah but i think what omon just said is, is is pretty important and like a very good point the difference between a amateur trader and you know like a super professional super good trader is how they manage their emotions how how are they you know how are they able to pick up themselves after having a few losers how are they handling their own emotions um, day in and day out that kind of stuff um, versus, you know, uh, an amateur trader, maybe a few losers to start to doubt themselves, doubt their skills, um, that kind of stuff. But Sorry, I, I saw somebody in Elite today. I, I was replying to to him. He was saying he had two weeks in a row with double-digit account growth. And he thinks, I'm 100% sure it's a fluke. Like, this is a, like a two-off. Like, two weeks in a row, oh, I'm running out of luck uh, because I still don't have the skills. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. That, that's yeah. that's training the mind to to uh, believe that you're nobody and you can't do anything. That's not good. No. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hope uh, let's hope you're able to reach out to that guy and uh, help. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. No, no, I I did. I mean, he was bringing some good points forward because there were still some mistakes that he makes very often that he still made in the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but just the fact that despite having two killer weeks, yeah. he still recognized mistakes that he made. So that's, I, th I see that as a positive and he's working on them and he doesn't have the expectation of now I've got it. He is not overconfident. Uh, yeah. It just needs a little, little tweaking in, in the positivity, I, I'd say. Yeah. You know, there, there's multiple ways that people deal with it. Like, I'll tell you some examples that in the prop firm, how many of the people uh, uh, deal with it. So I have some traders when they're having a, a losing trade, they'll actually step away and you won't see them for the rest of the day. They'll basically barely talk to you saying I had a losing trade. You know, generally in our group, we're always joking around, we're fooling around. We're serious when it comes time to work, but around the work time, everyone is just a monkey. <laughs> there's like gifs flying all over the place everyone's <laughs> laughing goofing around like you 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 won't tell that these people are 30 plus everyone looks like a 16 year old kid so everyone's having a great time but that trader once here you know 
I was, I was going to say he or she, it's a he. Once he makes a loss, um, you won't see him. He'll step away, he'll barely interact, and you'll hear from him the next day. Then there are traders, the moment someone takes a loss, uh, when he, he takes a loss, he'll reach out and be like, I need to talk. Okay, I think Lucas, uh, you do that sometimes too, where as soon as you, you notice there is a problem, it's like, I gotta solve this now. Like, and then you reach out to me like, we gotta get on a call. I wanna talk about this trade. What, what do you think I did wrong? How can we fix this? I do that, I do that too. If I have a losing trade, I personally will either reach out to Lucas or another prop trader, Ali, and be like, all right, just act like a wall. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> Let me speak. You just listen. <laughs> it's like, and you nod your head and saying, okay, okay. You know, like, so I do that sometimes because sometimes you just have to let it out. And by speaking yourself, you will catch yourself with a solution saying, I know what to do next time. Yeah, I think sometimes the pent up emotion is way more dangerous because it carries forward and then forward yes. to the next day and the next week, next month, and then one day it explodes. Correct. You can just say goodbye to your account. Yeah, the traders that haven't lasted in the firm are the ones who kept it to themselves, who just kept letting it eat them inside. And, and you know, to, to a point where it develops to everyone's making money, I'm not making money. Um, I haven't talked to anybody about it. I'm shy to talk about it. Okay. I, I don't think it's going to work for me. And then they fade away. They fade away. They're, they're no longer in the prop firm. They're out of the scene. Or like, what happened to him? Like, nobody knows. So mm -hmm. it's, it just develops. You don't let it develop. Don't let it, don't, don't let the emotions take over you, but you need to take over it and manage it. Yeah. Well manage it well yeah at least mention it uh, out loud in your post analysis correct if you don't have any anyone to talk to i mean yeah and and you know this is this is why i find a lot of pride in urban forex because we have the elite community and then we also have the prop firm side of the urban forex and everyone there has this sense of i got you man don't worry it'll be okay like everyone's just very nice generally i've been on forums around the internet they are. <laughs> I'm sorry for my like French, but they're horrible people, man. You make one small mistake and they will tell you, oh, you're nobody. You're not going to make it if you're going to trade like this. Like they will be in your face. You're not going to get traders developing like that. 95% are developing traders. 95%. And if you're going to talk down to them, it's, uh, you know, you're done. You're done. That community is done. It's over. Yeah, it's like all development is cancelled. Correct. Yeah. You know. And we know what happens, right? When people talk down to people, it's like a bully. He has his own personal issues. That's why he's picking on people. So when you see a bully in communities telling people they're wrong, chances are he doesn't know how to trade. And he's taking it out on you. This is very common is very, very common, right? Should be a skill counselor on the site. Yeah, I know, right? I should open up like Forex <laughs> therapy on the site. <laughs> See, urban Forex therapy, you know, like UFT. <laughs> like, sit down on this couch. Like, tell me about your childhood pips. <laughs> How many pullbacks have you traded? <laughs> 
Cool, cool, cool. All right, so what we'll do is we will, I'll take it over from here. I will uh, spin this podcast and end it and take it into the webinar. Again, those of you guys who are tuning in and listening into the audio um, from the podcast, whether it's be from Spotify, iTunes, or Google, you know, you can actually look into the description and there will be a link for uh, the recording of the webinar that I'm about to do. So thank you guys on the panel, Armo, um, operations manager, making sure everyone makes it to the finish line. Thank you, thank you. Welcome. All right, Lucas, uh, tuning in from KL, as always. It's always fun to have you here, thank you. Cheers. And Ian, let's make sure we can uh, turn off the lockdown in Australia so we can see you in Dubai again. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't get ready to get out of this tin can here. <laughs> see the world again, so. Cool, cool, cool. Cheers, everybody. Enjoy the Cheers, cheers, cheers. I'll take over from here.